For most of us, booking a cruise means checking out the ship, selecting a suitable destination, and hopefully coming up with a terrific bargain. But it's also nice to be reassured that the ship has a good rating and that you won't be disappointed by the food and service on board. That's why ships are given star ratings. But can you trust them? And who says that one ship is three-star, another is four-star or five-star? Well, undoubtedly the man worth turning to in these matters is Douglas Ward. For 26 years he's been writing an independent guide called the Belitz Guide to Cruising and Cruise Ships, but he goes back even further than that to 1965 when he first went to sea with Cunard, and since then he's clocked up an amazing 5,600 days at sea and crossed the Atlantic 155 times. So if anyone knows a good ship when he sees it, he should. And in his latest 2011 guide, yet again only one ship hits the heights with a five-star-plus rating, and that ship is Europa, owned by the German shipping company Habag Lloyd. Keith Allen went on board for Cruise International and sailed up the Baltic to St. Petersburg for what he hoped would be the cruise of a lifetime to see for himself what makes this ship so special. Miss Europa ist soweit fertig, um auszulaufen und if there's one thing that Germans like above everything else, it's order. So perhaps it's not surprising that from the moment we step on board Habag Lloyd's Europa, everything runs like clockwork, even at a cocktail party, as international hostess Claudia Hernick explains. What we are doing is that we prepare some tables. There will be an English table, especially for the English speaking. And we have the captain coming, the staff captain, the hotel manager, the cruise director, so all the officers, the main officers are coming. And then they're going to each table, there's one officer going, and then after a few minutes time, they, we have a nice chat, and then there would be a gong, and after the gong, the officer will get up and go to the next table, so you get to know all the officers, and you can ask the questions that you always wanted to ask. and. Yeah, that's a good opportunity to really know what each and everyone is doing on board. My name is Joseph Kruber. I'm the hotel manager on board the MS Europa, a ship uh, which holds 408 passengers maximum. And uh, we work with 283 crew. The uh, ship... Uh, is catering uh, to mostly German clientele and uh, it's the highest classified ship since many years, which we are very proud of. We are able to give this little extra touch and this little extra standard, which in these days with these big ships and these many, 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 many passengers on the ship and of course a few crew, I think that's the most of the, most of the, the, the uh, things which are important. We spend a lot of money, we, like tomorrow we're in Helsinki, uh, I will take the chef out and we go shopping on the market. Of course there will be at noon a market on a ship, we call it Finnish market, because people are not going ashore anymore and eat and dine ashore. We have to bring the country on board the ship and show them what is Finnish bread, what is the special smoked fish there. So we go out, buy specialities, offer it to our passengers, make 
like yesterday, uh, I don't know if you've been to a Swedish uh, evening up in the Ledo Cafe. So we have all the ethnic uh, cuisine on, on board here and show the people how these cultures function eating-wise. Well, it's always nice to find um, new things and, um, and, and touches of hospitality and service that you don't find on land anymore. So, yes, I think there are things that surprise me, and it's, uh, it's good that the cruise lines pay attention to their passengers, and many passengers have become very affluent and more demanding uh, because their lifestyles at home are, are more affluent. So they're very demanding on the high-level ships, and we're talking mainly about the very small ships that accommodate two, three, or 400 passengers. And the lifestyle aboard these ships is really... Uh, very nice, comfortable, and um, yes, it's it's the new high society way of taking a vacation, if you don't own your own mega yacht, that is. Douglas Ward, who writes the highly respected Berlitz Guide to Cruising. Incredibly, he spends nine months of every year at sea evaluating the fast-changing world of cruise ships, and for the last decade has considered Europa to be the best in the world. That ship is, is very highly rated uh, simply because of all the fine details. For example, if you have coffee or tea on your table, you'll see a whole range of uh, silver pots with individual lumps of sugar or sugar granules. You don't find packets of sugar anywhere on the ship. And also you don't find tea bags. Instead of tea bags, it's proper loose tea. And I think they have 36 varieties of tea. Whereas most ships today, um, in the small so-called luxury brackets, such as Sea Dream, Seaborn, uh, Silver Sea, Crystal and uh, Regent, all of those ships will offer you packets of sugar and packets of butter. Europa will offer you butter that is properly iced and a choice of salted or unsalted butter. Of course, some people might say, well... Maybe that's over the top. Who cares? Does it matter? <laughs> but, uh, you know, Europa's passengers do care, and, and they're quite demanding. And if the ship doesn't provide that, then they won't sail that ship. I'm Patricia Kuppinger, and I'm from Germany. I think even for German standards, because we travel a lot and we've been to yeah, international hotels all over the world, but we think the standard on this cruise is just excellent. It's the best we yeah, ever experienced. And it's almost like the people who work here, they know what your desires are. <laughs> they nearly fulfill all your wishes and it's, but not in a way that you always feel asked for and pushed. It's, they do it in a way, it's, it's amazing. It's really hard to explain, but it's wonderful. We love it. Silently, like a Rolls-Royce at sea, the four diesel-electric engines with their pod propulsion system pushes us through the Baltic from Kiel, heading for such classic ports as Stockholm, Helsinki and St. Petersburg. Europa stayed two days in St. Petersburg to allow everyone to explore the endless treasures of the city. For our part, we took a tour of the Hermitage, which barely scratched the surface of this old Tsar's summer palace that gazes out across the river Neva. So we have been invited by the captain onto the bridge for our sail away from St. Petersburg. It's a very busy port, St. Petersburg. Lots of 
commercial ships in here, and indeed a new uh, terminal, a cruise terminal, is being built uh, and will be fully completed in about two years' time. Already the cruise ships are going in there, but Europa likes, because of its small size, it likes to come further into the city and uh, gets well up and it's a very convenient place for the passengers. We say our goodbyes with three traditional blasts on the ship's whistle as we leave this fascinating port. Captain Friedrich Ackermann, along with the Russian pilot, confidently steers us through a narrow channel, past ship after ship, as we head for the open sea. The ship is full as it always is, but not because of big discounts or large amounts of onboard credit. Unlike any other cruise ship you care to name, you have to pay top dollar to find a cabin on this ship. We are always full. The, the biggest problem is to find enough cabins. And of course with the high, high, very, very high repeating rates which we have, uh, it's, people have their areas, their cabins where they would like to be, and some of them are booking two, three years in advance just knowing we're going in this basic area there without times just to have their cabins uh, booked and then which is during the summer it's a little less but again uh, during the winter months we have more and more and more traditional repeating passengers and again the ship is out 10 years and the old uh, Europa uh, we have passengers here who have three four thousand days on, on these two ships since uh, 83. It's an amazing number, you know, so people have been here eight, nine years. I've come down into the main restaurant today for lunch uh, because there is a dish here which I just couldn't believe it when I first saw it. It is wild hare. It's a ragu of wild hare. Now, I've been on all sorts of ships over the years, and I've never seen this sort of thing on offer. In fact, you're very lucky to find any game at all, apart from perhaps a bit of venison. But I think this absolutely reflects the German style. They're very keen on game. You could certainly have pheasant or partridge if it's in season. And wild hare it was just irresistible. It's come served with a dumpling, some Brussels sprouts, some slices of pear, and some cranberry sauce. And the lovely little pieces of hair have got this very nice gravy. And I must say, it, it, it does look marvellous. I'm going to taste it now and tell you. Mm, it is lovely. The hair just melts in the mouth, and the whole thing is just a treat. So, my name is Stefan Wilke. I am the executive chef of the Motor Vessel Europa and I came from the Black Forest in the south of Germany. For me it's very important that you will feel or you could taste the fish or the meat or the vegetables. That the carrot has a taste of a carrot or a cauliflower has a taste of a cauliflower. I would say the German passengers um, prefer always what they know. Um, it means if we are in the South Sea or Caribbean Sea, we like also um, the same stuff what we have to serve now. 
um, but it's a little bit different um, what you say if an English uh, passenger is coming on board or it's coming um, American or maybe an Asian um, passenger there we have to talk with them and have to um, talk about their wishes and what they like and how they like it and we will do it for them I am enjoying Europa quite a lot I enjoy uh, the German lifestyle the as I mentioned the currywurst and uh, the uh, the Wienerschnitzel at lunch and uh, I'm enjoying that quite a lot. Ralph Grizzle is an American travel writer who runs the extremely popular avidcruiser.com. What does he think about the ship? And more importantly, would Americans sign up for it? Is it the world's highest rated ship? Well, you know, there are quite a few ships that, uh, that would give, that give Europa a run for its money, but indeed it's, it's, it is a great ship. Uh, this is a different ship for the North American market because we're accustomed to now a more all-inclusive product where alcohol is included, um, uh, shore excursions are included on some of the cruise lines now. Uh, there are lots of offers because there's so much capacity in the luxury market back in the U.S., uh, air included on uh, on a lot of the cruises nowadays. 65% off is, is the standard. You're not even in the game nowadays if you're not offering at least 65% off your brochure rate. And this cruise line hasn't had to do that. And yet, they're after more English-speaking people, aren't they? They want the Americans, they want the British to, to come on board. Do you think that we're going to take up their offer? Because it's going to cost some money, isn't it? Yeah, if you can afford it, uh, you should. I, I like being, uh, to paraphrase this Mark Twain, Innocence Abroad book, I like being the innocent aboard. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, people have treated me so, uh, so politely. Uh, I, I've enjoyed the experience of being able to see the Baltic destinations that we're going to and then come back aboard this German hotel and living this German lifestyle. It really enhances the, uh, the whole experience in Europe. Ingrid and Alfred Harrison, both American citizens, certainly have no regrets. I like it a lot. It's a beautiful small ship, very elegant. The service is incredible and I've been very impressed. But with every ship there are some flaws that you wish could be adjusted. And uh, overall I give it a very high personal rating. They have had special things, special dinners, special everything for the English-speaking group. In addition, we have one other specialty that we partake in, and that is the golf. And there are only nine couples in that. We've had special golf dinners. Everything is catered to our particular needs, and I assume, likewise, for the remaining passengers. And that is very incredible. I think that the real uh, difference from an English-speaking standpoint is, is the fact that everything is done at a more slower, leisurely, high-quality pace in a German-European kind of mode, as opposed to an English-speaking one where perhaps speed and getting on with it and doing the next thing and having the next uh, uh, plate served at the meal and so on and then getting on to the next uh, activity is perhaps uh, more the norm. But um, uh, the experience overall, uh, you can't fault it. And uh, as I say, the English-speaking people have been extremely well catered for uh, assuming that the uh, ship that they're on is designated as a multilingual. It isn't really multilingual in the sense that everything is translated uh, uh, for you, but really that you are catered to. 
uh, as a specific group, and of course many of the staff do speak English. Ingrid, you were saying you enjoyed last night's entertainment. Oh, last night's, and as Alfred said, there's not that much, but last night was absolutely superb and top-notch, and you, that was maybe one of the best. It was uh, Professor Neumann uh, from Hamburg, the ballet, uh, ballet group, uh, with four uh, soloists, and the way it was structured and performed to music by Mahler and Chopin and uh, Bach was incredibly well done. I came back feeling totally enriched. But there should be a little bit more than two superb evenings in 12 days. And that's where I've, we both feel it should be a little bit more variety and possibly start a little earlier because the start at 10 o'clock is a little late. Shirley O'Donoghue, Runaway Bay, Queensland. Her husband, Bill O'Donoghue, Runaway Bay, Queensland, Australia. Great. Well, it's marvellous to meet you both. And um, I know you've been on this ship for what, something... Well, when it's all over, you'll have been on the ship for about a month, Bill, yes. won't exactly. you? 28 yeah. days. Yeah. Now, what made you come on this ship? Because um, it's, it's a German ship. It's very much populated by uh, German passengers. What, how did you find it? Uh, we went uh, principally on the Berlitz cruise ship rating gave the ship uh, five star plus so we thought uh, that was uh, the principal reason why we came mm. and Shirley I know you've cruised on other ships as mm -hmm. well so for you how do you think it it's lived up to its reputation oh very much so lived up to its reputation and I've enjoyed it as a wonderful experience a wonderful German experience that I would not have had if I hadn't come on this ship uh, I'm not saying it's been the most comfortable cruise for me because of the language and that's my fault I don't speak German but a wonderful experience I'm very happy I've had certainly the service is impeccable mm. the food is is uh, uh, European uh, some of it's a bit rich for us uh, uh, but uh, I, I give the food beautiful, top marks. Beautiful food. Uh, so we're used to a lot of Asian influence, I suppose, and uh, so it's a little different, but uh, a little bit heavier, but beautiful food, there's no doubt about mm. it. On this particular ship, there are two things in the food, uh, especially restaurants, which I, um, I think need looking at, and that I believe they need an Italian chef. Mm. Uh, in their Italian restaurant uh, and they need an oriental chef a specialty chef in their uh, oriental restaurant because the the food in both restaurants in my view was not true truly uh, the character uh, the character food that is presented we'd previously been on Sea Dream 1 and 2 and we'd been on there privately and also um, I chartered it for uh, company functions before and in the process we'd spoken to some of the staff on board and said okay so you're two and three in the chart so to speak what's number one and they said uh, Europa well I'd never heard of it uh, we tried to find it and not so easy didn't even know it was part of Hapag uh, Lloyd at the time but once we'd found it was part of Hapag Lloyd it was a little easier to find it but I can see why it gets the the top ratings but I, I do think that it is very targeted for the German market they obviously get a, a lot of things right we have no complaints with the food, no complaints with the service at all. F absolutely, you know, top-notch um, catering, top-notch service, yeah. 
Englishman Roger Taylor on board with his wife and six-year-old son. So, as the ship comes to the end of our Baltic adventure, we begin the final leg of our journey, slicing through the Kiel Canal. It's a proud moment, for this ship is coming home. And as we come closer and closer to Hamburg, I have to admit that unlike any other ship I've ever been on, I really don't want to get off. Douglas Ward again. Well, I would say go and try the ship, and you'll find all the crew speak English really, really well, and they'll welcome you with open arms. Because it's nice also for the German-speaking passengers to have some international passengers on board, and they love international passengers. So, although English is not going to be the majority language,、um, you'll find the passengers really do interact really well. You know, it would be nice to have many international passengers on board. Like on the last cruise I did from Hong Kong to Singapore, we only had one couple from Canada, and it was really good to have the experience of international people because you are what you live. And I think different experience from people from other countries、um, will also make you learn more about their culture. And it's always good because on a cruise you get the opportunity. To meet people and talk to people, and you have the time, and it's very interesting. So I think it'd be really wonderful if there'd be more international passengers on board. <laughs> I am Hans Luer. I'm a medical doctor, and I like to travel on many ships. And it was told to me that it is a magnificent ship, and、uh, five star plus. And could be better than the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I tried. Yeah. And my、uh, idea was naturally to see a wonderful ship with nice people on board.、Uh, we like the international、uh, people, and and have fun in English and other languages. And、uh, it, it's somewhat、uh, only Germans are stiff and, and they, <laughs> they don't. Have so much fun sometimes, and、um, it is more electricity in 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 ship when it is international.